Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Q&A questions with your favorite athletes. My name is Colin, sports broadcaster at Anderson University. With me is one of my favorite basketball players, Jalen Hillary. Jalen, what's up, man? What's up? How are you doing? Dude, I am so good. I'm glad to have you here. You know, you're coming back. You're a grad student this year. What made you want to take that extra year? I mean, I've always loved AU. Since I've been here, it's always been like a second home, mm -hmm. away from home. So when the opportunity came to come back for another year and then play basketball and be around my friends and family and all that, it was just a no-brainer. So were you from around here? I live about an hour and 30 minutes away, Lawrenceville, Georgia. Yeah. So it's about 30 minutes outside of the city of Atlanta. From uh, AU, it's not far at all. My parents always come to the games. Friends, family members can always come up. So it's just a really good location. Man, that's awesome, dude. Yeah. So all the family, they come to every single one of the games? They don't come to every single one because, yeah. you know, they still got work and stuff like that. But the ones that they can come to, they're usually here. So that's always a good thing. And then my aunts and uh, – my uncles and stuff and mm -hmm. just any friends and anybody I know from the city can always come like whenever they want to come. So that's always a great thing to do. Man, that's awesome, dude. It's so it's so good to have such like good support from family, Most especially definitely. like dude the crowds whenever whenever y'all have home games. Oh, my gosh, mm -hmm. dude, especially have a, knowing you have family up there. You want to impress them, too. Yeah. And speaking of impressing them, you had a great season last year. Could you like go back in time for a bit. Tell me about last season, how it went. You know, tell me the goods and the bads. Tell me it all. Okay. Let's hear it. Yeah, last season it went well. I mean, I think we could have did a lot better. We could have won. We could have finished up a couple games that we had that were like on the inch of our fingers with like execution and maybe playing a little harder. But I feel like it still wasn't just a terrible year. I feel like we showed a lot of uh, growth through the year. We showed a lot of uh, perseverance. And we kind of held our own with most of the teams in the conference. So that's why this year I'm really looking forward to just taking that next step and really just, like, dominating teams, you know, rather than being that team that just loses games on, off the slip of our fingers, off of last-minute possessions or turnovers or just anything that could be fixed. Let's, like, be the ones that don't do that. That's what I'm really looking forward to. And, I mean, like, last year we had some good games crowds was lit especially mm -hmm. the one that I could think about the most that always comes to my head is that first game we played oh, against we Flagler played Flagler yeah that was an insane environment and that's just be a game that I'll always remember because you just don't play in that many you know everybody doesn't get to play in games like that so playing in that game with my brothers and being able to win and seeing the crowd react the way they did and just the school just the liveliness and the happiness through the school after we beat them was just like that was cool so that was my first time ever commentating basketball. Uh -huh. I must say, what a game that was to commentate. Yeah, yeah. And you spoke of your brothers, you know, these, the guys that you're playing with. You had a lot of them leave this year. Right. You know, but you had a lot come in. And coaching change as well. Right. You know, tell me how that's going to impact this season and how it's already impacted you, you know, as a player on this team. Okay. Yeah, I think it's definitely already impacted me, like, big time. Like, mm -hmm. with Coach Williams, he's a great coach. But, like, he's an even better person. Mm -hmm. Like, every time he talks, you're just locked in to what he's <laughs> saying. And it's like everything he says is just amazing. If you could write, like, captions and write out best captions from somebody or best, like, quotes to say to anybody when yeah. they're going through certain things or when you're trying to uh, encourage them and stuff like that, Coach Williams is, like, definitely your guy. He's definitely, he's definitely that guy. And just mm -hmm. the love he has for the game and the love he has for us, like, it shows every day, like, through group messages, uh, checking up on us, through uh, when we're on the court together, through our personal lives and stuff like that, you could tell he really cares. Mm -hmm. So I think that's cool, and that's really going to, like, translate to the game. 
onto the court and stuff because, like, it's just a different energy this year. I feel like everybody's just locked in. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, like, last year you could go into the uh, gym one day, like, say if you was doing a tour or anything, you could go in there. It might not be anybody in there. Mm-hmm. But every time you go in the gym this year, if I had to guess, it's going to be somebody in there mm-hmm. getting up shots. It's going to be somebody in there dribbling. It's going to be mm-hmm. somebody in there doing something, even if it's just a team hanging out. And I get, feel like everybody's feeling that that spirit. And it's always to have a it's always good to have a good spirit like that, where everybody's in the gym, everybody's together, everybody's loving on each other because it just translates to wins. So I think that's the biggest difference. And like this whole team this year is like basically brand new. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah. The crazy thing is, three or four months ago, like we didn't know each other. We only knew each other from Zoom calls. Mm-hmm. Once we all connected, like we all came back uh, and ran camp. And that week that we ran camp was, like, one of the best weeks that we had, I feel like, for the start of our program, mm-hmm. like, for the start of where we, we're going to get to. Because, like, we all instantly clicked, even through, like, playing together, hanging out with each other, teaching kids and teaching them the game of basketball and stuff like that. You could just tell, like, this team is, is going to be something special. Yeah. So. So you think it's going to translate into gameplay this year? Oh, most definitely. So yeah. what are you thinking? Like, you've been here for four years now. Right. Okay, this is your fifth year. So the guys that you've had in the past and the guys you have now, you know, who would you take if you had if you had that, you know, that five-on-five setting? Yeah. Who would you take? Yeah. I mean, that's a tough question. I know tough it question. is, dude. I know, but I'm getting tough Yeah, here. no, I'm you can get it. It's you. a tough question. Like, I don't think I would take either. I mean, both teams would be really good. I just think this team here is just super – Super locked in. Like every yeah. team I've had, I, we've been that since I've been at AU, we've always had the talent, but we were just missing certain things. You know, this team, from what we could see so far, and what I'm hoping that it gets to by the time it comes championship time in March, I feel like they have all the things that it takes to get to that. Mm-hmm. We, get, we have all the things that it takes to get to that championship level. You know what I'm saying? And no, I feel absolutely. like some of that, some of that we missed. Some of that grittiness. Some of that execution, some of that staying in the gym, mm-hmm. and you know, just being ball players. I feel like we missed that a little bit in the past, but I feel like this year we're all of that is just it's there. there. Yeah, so it's wow. like it's like we're working to win. So yeah. like, I feel like as long as we do everything right, and as long as we play hard and play together and love each other, I feel like there's nothing but success in yeah. our future. So. Dude, I can I definitely have a I have a second opinion on that on y'all being in the gym all the time. Every single time I go into work, yeah. which is in the, which is in Abney, you know, y'all are in there. Right. I always see at least two guys in there working with co- with mm-hmm. one of the coaches, right. you know, one of the assistants. And so I mean, you know, that just shows that that effort that y'all are already putting in. Like last year whenever I came in, no one. Right. No one. It was it was such a different atmosphere and you can already tell it with the guys too. They already seem motivated. You're always eating together too. Every single meals with each other and and you know the coaches are there talking to y'all and I mean, dude, it's a totally different environment. I can feel it right now. Right. I mean, it's insane. So leadership wise, you're probably one of the you're the oldest on the team. Right. Wouldn't that be right? Yeah. And so, you know, what leadership aspect are you bringing this team this year? Uh, really just trying to be, uh, just like you said, really one of the big leaders, be mm-hmm. outspoken, you know, try to uh, show some of the younger guys the way it is to be a college athlete, mm-hmm. like through basketball, through life, how to handle anything, you know, just trying to be that role model and be that that big, that big bigger brother that they could come to for about anything. And, uh, I mean, I've been – I've played basketball for so long, college basketball, you yeah. know. Not so long, but it's been a while. <laughs> you know, five what I'm years saying? is a long time, yeah. dude. 
So it's been a while. So I've been yeah. through all different types of teams, all different types of people, different types of players. So I've seen it all. So I'm just trying to be that guy that I know this team needs mm-hmm. in order to win a championship. So yeah, that's where I think my leader role would come in, being that guy. Yeah, being that you guy. Know? Yeah, so. So where did it all start at? You know, tell me about your whole basketball journey. Okay. Where did it all start I've from always, the beginning? Well, I've always played since I was about – I probably picked up my first basketball when I was about – that I remember. That you know, I, that you, you remember. Always, <laughs> you know, you <laughs> always remember. pick up a ball when you're a little baby. Yeah. Right? So you never – but you can't remember all that. Yeah, but no. I know I truly started playing, like, competitive ball when mm-hmm. I was, like, four. Wow. Yeah. So so. You've been at it for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Wow. A lot of basketball games. Mm-hmm. A lot I can remember, a lot I can't remember at all. But I've always played since I was four. My dad, he put a ball in my hands, like, immediately. Mm-hmm. He played basketball, too, college yeah. basketball. Where at? He went to uh, Knoxville College. Oh, nice. Yeah, in Knoxville, Tennessee. Yeah. So it's at HBCU, right right away, uh, down away from uh, University of Tennessee. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Go balls, right? Mm-hmm. Go balls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he um, he put a ball in my hand, like, immediately, mm-hmm. as soon as I could probably, like, walk and stuff like that. Yeah. Then he got back there in the backyard, and we have a porch. So, you know, like, some a lot of people have the basketball goals, like, mm-hmm. on the side, I mean, in the front. Of the driveway and stuff like that. Nah, he he took the thing apart, the whole goal. Like, so like you know the stick, the rod that puts it in the floor. Yeah. He took that off of it, then put it on the porch, at ten feet and nailed it in. Wow. Yeah. So that that was kind of cool because like, we always planned to get cement back there. Yeah. But it got to a point we was back there so much working on the game, dribbling, shooting, yeah. and all that. He got to a point he was like, man. I'm not putting cement down because it's making you dribble harder and it's making dribbling a little harder. So your yeah. dribbling is going to be way better when you get on the court. Mm. So, like, everything he did when I was younger was kind of strategic. Yeah. But, yeah, we used to be back there all the time, like, just hooping, you know, mm-hmm. showing me different things, showing me how to pivot at a young age, teaching me how to shoot, just all the little things that, you know, your dad teaches you. So mm-hmm. that was always cool, uh, having him out there to work me out and just mm-hmm. waking up and grinding. Yeah. That was, like, really with all sports because, like, now I only play basketball, but then I played basketball, football, and baseball. So mm-hmm. I was playing sports. You know, Three-sport athlete. Yeah. Wow. So all year I was playing sports. So we would – whatever sport was that season, we was out there training in the backyard. Mm-hmm. So that was always cool. And then from there, uh, as I got older and older, I kept playing. Then I started playing travel ball when I turned eight. And that's where I just seen the world of basketball. I was mm-hmm. like, man – I was like, because I was always playing rec. Mm-hmm. Oh, when I was like, Yeah, so when I was playing <laughs> rec up there at the park, I'm like, man, this is too easy. Like, mm-hmm. my dad's begging them to, you know, move me up, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And <laughs> they never would. So one day a, a coach came and was just watching rec league games, and he saw me play, and he really was like, man, he's good or whatever. Went and talked to my parents and was like, I want him to come uh, play on my AAU team. Like, mm. I'm – First, I'm starting it up. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't have too many players, but I want to put a lot of players together from this city. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, cool, cool. You know, and then my parents asked me, like, you know, it's going to interfere with your baseball season. Like, you're not going to be able to play baseball and do travel basketball at the same time because they're just days that don't add up. You know, every mm-hmm. game's on Saturday and Sunday with travel ball and baseball the same way at the mm-hmm. time. I was telling them, like, yeah, I mean, I really want to play. Cause I've never done it before, so yeah. I was like, "Yeah, let's try it out." And I, 
ever since then, I played travel ball all the way mm-hmm. up to about my senior year. So that was always good experience because, like, that's where I really learned the game and like what it took to be what it took to be like one of the best. Like mm-hmm. to like make sure that you're on top of your game because, mm-hmm. like, at the time. Being eight, you just playing people yeah. and not really knowing who they are and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I think my team, my team actually made it to the national championship that year. That year, the first yeah. year you were playing, crazy, yeah, wow. Made it to the national championship and lost to a team from Texas. I can't mm. remember the name, but that's when I was like, oh man, yeah. you make it to the nationals between all these teams from all over the place. That's mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Next year's going on and going on. I just kept playing, kept playing, playing with different teams in Georgia, some mm-hmm. of the better teams. I was just seeing basketball like from everywhere like like now it's crazy like you watch NBA games and stuff like that and watch mm-hmm. college basketball like high majors and stuff like that and like low majors and just watching basketball period. You remember some of the people you played when you was like eight, and that's, are you seeing some of those guys yeah, up there? Yeah, wow! Like that's the wildest things to me. Mm-hmm. Like, so that was always cool, and just being able to travel and play with your friends, and yeah. you know, beat teams and win trophies and mm-hmm. do this and do that. I always thought that was cool. So that just always translated to when I got older and it got real serious. And you know, sometimes you going out of town, your coach won't even let you go to the beach. Y'all wow. just going there. To play, to get play. It done. Like, yeah, once mm. you get older. And then I got the opportunity to play on a Nike team my junior year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got picked. It's called the EYBL. Mm. So it's like the best league for travel ball. It's like a, a AAU national circuit. Mm-hmm. That was a good experience, too, because that, that's where I got to see, like, some of the best players, like, in the world. Yeah. Like, I remember watching, like, people that I could name, like, Trey Young, uh, Michael Porter, Gary Trent, different people like that, just seeing people play like that, I think that really is what put in my head, like, let me elevate my game once I go back home yeah, and then try to be a star in high school, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that was a big thing for me just seeing them and their work ethic and, like, some of the guys I played with in high school uh, on that team, working out with them every day and hanging out with them, seeing how serious they took ball mm. and some of the things that they were doing, it just helped me translate to when I got back to high school. And, and that was that last year, my senior year, I had a amazing year. Like, it was crazy. So crazy. what changed? What changed? Like, what was the work ethic that changed? You What were you doing in junior year that you changed yeah. in the middle of senior year to make yourself such Say, a Say, like, player? my junior year, like, sophomore and junior year, I worked out a lot, mm-hmm. like, still, but – it wasn't like how I say it. Maybe like the difference was I noticed that they were doing a lot extra, like mm-hmm. running and focusing on what they're working on every day, mm-hmm. watching film, different, yeah. just different things like that. Where my my freshman and sophomore year, I always thought like, hey, working out is going to the gym with a couple of buddies. Y'all play three on three, yeah, or you play two on two, or mm-hmm. just being in the gym and just throwing shots up is working out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's where I kind of learned, like, because I've always had the skill set. The skill was always there because mm-hmm. I've been working on it so long with my dad and just different people yeah. through the years. But watching, like, them, like, watching, like, guys that are pros now and then watching, uh, hanging out with some of my teammates yeah. and working out with them and stuff like that, that's where I noticed, like, you got to really, like, focus on certain things and just got to take it up another notch. Mm-hmm. I'll say that was the biggest difference. Mm-hmm. Now, you mentioned that you have a wide variety of skills. What is your best skill? that you think is, you know, you've honed in and you're, and that's your thing on the court? Definitely. It's always been shooting. Mm-hmm. I've always been that guy that's just can shoot the ball, especially if I get, if I hit a couple, I definitely could get hot. Mm-hmm. And when I get hot, it's like the rim is just 
It's yours. <laughs> yeah. Yours for the taking. <laughs> it gets it gets huge, and it's always been like that. I've always uh, funneled my game through like having just a lot of energy, you know, mm-hmm. on defense, on offense, just all throughout the game, you know. Mm-hmm. And the crowd is definitely something that like definitely helps with that. Mm-hmm. So I've always thought that was pretty cool, but I, my skill set, I feel like that's like one of my main skills that I've always had was just being able to shoot. My dad was a shooter in college. Yeah. Throughout high school, it's funny. Like last summer, we went to his uh, college, re- not college, his high school reunion, and nobody they haven't seen me because they didn't know. They knew that he had a kid, but yeah. they didn't know it was, it was me. you. Yeah. <laughs> so once they saw me, they was like, "Man, you you're Charles' kid." Like, I'm like, "Yeah, that's me." He was mm-hmm. like, "Man, your dad, back in the day, he could he could shoot that ball." And mm-hmm. I'm like. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. one person. Like, I, mean, I knew person. he could shoot because, I mean, I yeah. just shot with him. Then it just kept going down the road, down the road. Your dad, like, your dad, your dad could do this. Like, I was like, okay, so, like, kind of mm-hmm. makes sense now. So <laughs> would you say your dad's one of, like, the most inspirational guys you know? Oh, most definitely, most definitely. We talk every day. Every day. <laughs> Basically. And then if we don't talk, he thinks something is wrong. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, so. Man. But, yeah, no, nah, he's definitely been an inspiration. Like, he's been there for everything, mm-hmm. like. That's one thing I'm always, like, I could say, like, he's been there for, like, literally everything. He's always had my back, so I always appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And my mom, she's been there everything also. Like, my family, really, we're real close. It's, like, crazy, like, <laughs> like I've always said, like, if I ever couldn't get in touch with my parents, I would, uh, I could call one of my aunts. Yeah. And it doesn't matter where I'm at, they'll probably still come. Like, yeah. yeah so mm-hmm. I, that's always a good thing and a mm-hmm. blessing to have. Like, just a big family that cares, you know. You have any siblings? No. Those siblings, your yeah. only child. Yeah. And so that, that, let, that let your parents just focus all in on you. Yeah. All in on you. Yeah. What do you, what do you think, you know, the difference between people that grew up with siblings and you? you, what do you, what do you think the difference could have been? Uh, I mean, a lot of people would say it's like negatives and positives yeah. to it, but like, I think like me being an only child, I, the positives I saw through it was just, like, I thought it was cool. Like, I always had time to myself. Mm-hmm. I could always, like, kind of, like, focus on things I wanted to get done. And yeah. my parents could focus on some of the things I wanted to do. They could really help me out to do that. And yeah, wasn't too many other things they had to focus on. So I think that was one cool thing. And I've always been, like, I was always a good kid. Never really had to make them go out their way of, like, anything to, like, in trouble or anything like mm-hmm. that. So I thought that was always good. If I did have siblings, mm-hmm. I just wish to know like what they would be like, you yeah. know? The crazy thing is I never slept next to anybody. So like when I yeah. got to college my first year and they was talking about roommates, it was like-, like what? What's happening? Yeah, what it was like <laughs> eye opening to me. So mm-hmm. like certain things like that was kind of like, that's the things I would like, what would my brother be like? What would my sister be like? Yeah. What would it be like sharing a room? Or mm-hmm. what would it be like, you know, having to, you know, look look after somebody else? Mm-hmm. At that such a young age, or I've always been interested in, and I've always thought like if I did have siblings, I probably would have loved it too. So, mm-hmm. well, I mean, really, you've been involved with a lot of the community around right. Anderson, and could you tell me more about that? You know, like what do you do in the community? Because I've seen a lot uh, of your Instagram posts and things <laughs> of that nature. So I'm part of the Call Me Mister mm-hmm. program at Anderson. It's basically structured around trying to get more minority educators into the field yeah. of uh, education. And uh, we do a lot of events around the school. So we'll go into schools and try to get kids, to, you know, to become teachers one day just to, yeah. you know, see us dressed up and mm-hmm. see us uh, the way we handle ourselves and see how such a tight-knit brotherhood we have. It's mm-hmm. me and uh, right now it's me and Cayman. Mm-hmm. So 
two great guys yeah. really are doing what they want to do, you know, in education and mm-hmm. uh, grades-wise and all that. And, uh, like, Cayman, he'll be a teacher next year, mm-hmm. just like I could be a teacher next year, too. Yeah. So it's like we're really just trying to show that early to kids, you know, because, mm-hmm. like, teachers always ask, like, what do you dream to be or what do you want to be when you grow up? You rarely hear kids ever say, like, I want to be a teacher. I feel like the reason why that's never one that comes up is because they never see a teacher that early. Mm-hmm. Like, they always have, they do, but they never see somebody coming in there saying, like, I always inspired to be a teacher. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And seeing how that actually looks. Yeah. How can more people get involved with this? Uh, more people can get involved. Uh, like, we do events that are not just us. Mm-hmm. So, like, we're trying to do one soon where it's going to be us in the College of Education. College of Education. We're putting on a first-year experience, like, panel. Yeah. So it's basically going to be graduates, so recent graduates, mm-hmm. graduates from the College of Education that are teaching right now. Mm-hmm. So they've only been teaching for about, what, about three months or mm-hmm. so. We want them to come back and talk to some of the College of Education students that are about to graduate or that are about to take the same field that they took and just tell them like what's the goods and the bads and you know the ugly mm-hmm. of uh being a teacher like what are they about to get themselves into mm-hmm. so that's one thing like people could kind of you know help out with that uh any events like community service events going around in the community they let us know we we've always wanted to come by and help out we're just really about serving Mm-hmm. So. Now, speaking of serving, if you had a million dollars on you right now, what would you do with it? Whew. It's a lot of... Mm, I know there's so many things. things you could do, dude. So many things. Well, I mean, I definitely... I'm the type I would invest. I definitely wouldn't be the one to go out there and just spend, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even do it by myself. Mm-hmm. That's the crazy thing. Like, a lot of people get a million dollars, they probably would... Buy a new just car. Buy, yeah, I wouldn't do that. I probably would go to my family first mm-hmm. and have, like, a meeting. Yeah. And let's, like, sit down and think of some ideas. And yeah. probably the best idea that would come up to me, like, if I had to think of something right now, mm-hmm. something I've always wanted to do mm-hmm. was, like, invest to a gym where mm-hmm. people back home could go and play and work out, mm-hmm. like, 24-7. And then have also, like, an educational aspect added to it. Mm-hmm. So, like, kids that need help with tutoring, athletes specifically, mm-hmm. just different things like that. They could go there and get tutored and still be able to play ball mm-hmm. whenever they need to, whenever they need to work out, have a lot of guns set up, like shooting guns and mm-hmm. stuff like that, have trainers on site, mm-hmm. just different things like that. Giving those, yeah. uh, some kids that may not be able to get trainers and stuff all the time or get in the gym like they want to, Yeah, giving them that opportunity through that. So I think that would be one thing. Do you see it as a possible future business idea? Definitely. Definitely? Definitely. Like, I'm, I'm the type, like, I like whatever comes to my mind, and I know I want to do it, like, especially when it comes to business, sports, mm-hmm. school. Like, I try to find a way. Mm-hmm. So, like, if that opportunity ever came, I definitely would. Definitely, definitely would. would do it. Yeah, definitely. Now, what's the end goal? You know, in the basketball-wise, it could be, you know, education-wise. You know, what do you want, what do you want to do with your life? I just want to be the best version of myself I can, mm-hmm. like, with anything. Basketball-wise, I want to be the best best athlete I can be yeah. with the time that I have playing the, the game of basketball. So I want to possibly make it overseas if I could do that, yeah. you know, and get a contract and play over there for a couple years, travel the world. I feel like that's very possible. Just oh, keep working. Mm-hmm. But uh, I want to definitely do something like that. Uh, business-wise, I definitely want to, as soon as I get done playing, I want to get into teaching mm-hmm. and coaching. 
And I really want, like, I'm really inspired to do that, especially being around some of the coaches I've been around. Mm -hmm. I've just been able to, you know, learn from them. And being a player, like, you get to see stuff like that coach is doing. You could take from it, too, also when you become a coach. So that's always a cool thing. Mm -hmm. um, Teaching-wise, I want to just teach the next generation, you know. Certain things that I learned, I feel like the way I am now is because of the people that I met when I was in school, mm -hmm. when I was in uh, after-school care, coaches and stuff like that. So I just want to one day be that person that they're like, he taught me that. Uh, yeah. He t he really changed my life. He really helped me. He helped me to get this to this school. He mm -hmm. helped me with my – I just want to be that person that they can say. Yeah. I feel like it's just a – in the world, it's a revol revolving cycle mm -hmm. of people that help each other, that really sacrifice, like – not it's not even sacrificing to be honest. Like that really put in the time to help somebody else mm -hmm. because people helped them before. So I feel like I'm the same way, and I want to be like that. And I mean, at the end, I just want to, you know, just live life, enjoy it, and be able to take care of anybody that I have to. You mm -hmm. know, so who sacrificed the most for you? <laughs> Probably my parents. Mm -hmm. I wonder how much money they put into basketball, you know, mm -hmm. just through all them years. I've been playing since I was five. Yeah. So mm -hmm. through all those years from five to now, I wonder how time. much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, it was all worth it. So yeah. they definitely sacrificed a lot. My grandparents, too. Grandparents did a lot of time. They would uh, always make sure we was doing the right things, me mm -hmm. and my cousins, with sports, school, anything. So they sacrificed a lot. So That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Now, if you could go, you mentioned overseas earlier, three places you could go play overseas, where would you go right now? Right now? Right now. They just gave you the plane tickets. Where are you going? I really like Australia. Mm -hmm. heard a lot of good things about Australia. Mm -hmm. Greece. I got a friend that plays in Greece right now. He's really? He's telling me a lot of great stuff about it. Mm. And then I also have an uncle that lives in uh, Sweden. Oh. So I actually have family out there. Man. Yeah, I have an uncle that lives in Sweden, and then I also have a cousin, and he's been telling me, like, it's amazing out there, mm -hmm. healthcare, all that stuff. Yeah. Crazy story. He uh he went and played in Sweden. So he's from here. Yeah. He went and played in Sweden. Mm -hmm. Then he met uh his wife. Wow. He met her out there. Never came back to the state. Never came. He was like, Nope, I'm I'm yeah. found. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I've settled down. I'm set. Yeah, he's been there ever since. Mm -hmm. So but yeah, those are three places that I would if I could pick anywhere, that would probably be the three places that I would definitely show my most interest into. Think it's a possibility? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Just got to keep working. Yeah. Keep working. So. With the way you've been playing, dude, I, I think it's 100% a possibility. Most definitely. That's awesome, dude. One last question. Okay. Pregame song. What are you listening to? Whew. My I boy. It's, it's got to be. Nah, it's a tough it ain't, one. It's hey, not? Not for me. Not for, it's let's always a little baby. Little baby. Lil all baby. right. Yeah. Anything Anything when I need to get hyped for, I mm -hmm. listen to little baby. Mm -hmm. Like, really just Atlanta, like rappers. Yeah. I really love uh, the Atlanta culture. Like, just being there that long, mm -hmm. you grow up listening to it uh, for a while, and Lil Baby is, like, my main person to go yeah. to. He's actually dropping the album next week. Is he really? Yeah. Oh, snap. Yeah, 20, I think he said 27 songs. Mm. No, 26, 23 songs. Seven features, it's going to mm. be a banger. Dude, you might have yeah. some new pregame songs to listen hey, to, bro. You definitely. might have some new ones. Definitely. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, the Atlanta culture The Atlanta culture is amazing, dude. But if you could say anything to the younger generations right now that are inspired by you, that listen to you, and that want to be like you, what are you going to tell them? I would tell them, you know, keep working, keep dreaming, never let anybody shut down your dreams, and mm -hmm. uh, always pursue what you want, you yeah. know, but know you got to work real hard for it. Mm -hmm. And if you work real hard, 
you stay a great person. You're always telling everybody, hey, hi, how are you doing? And you don't always just think about yourself. You'll have good things come to you. So, Yeah. Jalen, appreciate your time. Thanks for coming on here. And can't wait for this season. It's going to be lots of fun. Enjoyed it. Peace out.